0: Hi everyone, welcome to Socialize TV. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a channel where we will be discussing many different topics. This commentary is based on my opinion only. Nothing should be taken as fact or personal. Stay tuned in and let's get started with today's video. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Socialize TV. Today's episode is going to be a bit of a rant, and it's along the subject line of wasting someone's time. To a certain extent, I have touched on the subject in many different ways in different episodes on the podcast. However, it is becoming really evident to me that there are some people who almost seem to be on a mission to waste people's time and it really infuriates me for the simple fact that it's a deliberate action. Everything about it is deliberate. And it's like if you know that you're a person who's just trying to be in limbo and not really going for a serious relationship, Then don't waste somebody's time who is looking for something serious. This is a conversation that just constantly keeps coming up. And I'm just frustrated because it's like, when are we going to get to a time where you have two people who can be adults in the situation and have a conversation about what it is they really want? And there are several reasons as to why I think people like to waste someone else's time and all of the criticisms that I hear to try to justify their actions. The first thing that I want to start off with is for the most part, we need to be honest about how people are getting together in the first place. People in 2019 and going into the future are not dating each other in the most conventional and traditional ways. And what I mean is, you know, you're not necessarily running into somebody in the grocery store and having a love at first sight kind of moment, and then the two of you start seeing each other and things get serious, and then you know it's it's a fairy tale happy ending situation. It's not happening like that anymore. What's happening is that the same way people do everything else on their phones they are also dating. And there are countless apps upon apps upon apps for all demographics of people to find someone with common interests and hopefully to share a love interest. That's just how people are dating these days. And on top of that, you have to understand that when you use dating apps, it's based off of the principle of what it is I'm looking at to be able to shop around and be like, okay, I want this person who is this age, who lives this far away from me, who has this color eyes, this color hair, is this religion, likes pets. You can cherry pick all of the characteristics that you want. and In a way, you would think that this is a good thing to allow you to eliminate the people who you don't want or the people that You wouldn't have any interest in, but instead what ends up happening is that it creates this superficial idea about what a person is going to be like. And if they don't match up to every single one of those categories, then it's like, you don't want anything to do with that person. It sort of creates a really unrealistic expectation of a person and there's no room for compromise and there's no room for understanding you know there there are some people for example where it's like they may say they they don't like pets but there could be a reason for that just because they say they don't like pets doesn't mean they hate animals what if they're allergic to pets or what if they can't have pets where they live why is it that we always assume the worst possible thing with things that we don't understand? I don't get why it's like that. And then you have people who say that they do like pets, and then you may want to question well, why do they like pets? Some people have, to to be simply honest, some people who like pets so much have some unrealistic and unhealthy relationship dependencies and it seems as though some people who really like pets they they like pets because it's more they feel as though they could get more consistent loyalty from their pet because they take care of them but I'm just like that's more of a codependent relationship and I wouldn't exactly say that that should be put on the same level as a romantic relationship so there are different ways to look at things and that's why it's good to ask questions you know some things you don't really have to question it just kind of is what it is but there's a reason why some people care about certain things more than others it's a reason for that but yeah at the very first step of being on the apps and cherry-picking who you want you do all of these different things before a message is even sent. And then when the messages are sent, it's almost never are the conversations about anything of substance. I have tried just about every dating app and website you can think of. You name it, I probably tried it. And there were some websites that I had Accounts ordered off of there so long. I remember when they first started. One particular site that I can think of, like right off the bat, is Plenty of Fish. I remember when the the site first started. I was one of the the first like hundreds of people who had a Plenty of Fish, and to see how it had how it has evolved now, it has really come a long way. But the thing is, is that. Regardless of how much better the websites get, people's ideology about dating always changes. And you have some people where they're not on dating sites to look for love at all. They're just looking for somebody to have sex with. Or they may be having issues in their current relationship and they're looking for somebody to have an affair with. People have different intentions where they are on dating sites. this is something you need to understand. Just because you may be looking for, for love or a serious relationship or even somebody to get married to, that doesn't mean that other people are wanting the same thing as you. And that's where I think the issue comes in, is that that's one of those subject matters that people don't want to have a conversation about. And that's one of the most important things. I would rather a person right away be honest with me and say, hey, I'm looking for somebody to marry or I'm looking for somebody to be in a serious relationship with. That way I know like if that's not what I'm looking for too, then I don't need to waste that person's time. They could be talking to somebody else and I think it's only fair. But instead what happens is that you have people who say one thing, but their intentions are really something else. Again, I've mentioned before that I have been in situations where I knew that I was looking for a a serious relationship, but every guy that I met didn't want to be in a serious relationship. They were just looking for somebody to hang out with, or they just want to have fun, quote unquote. And I was just like, this is the only response that I'm being met with. And after a while... I started saying that that was what I wanted too, even though that wasn't the truth. And there were some guys where it was a little bit easier to just kind of go with the flow. But then there were some where it's like, we're not going to get anywhere because they're just too carefree about things. They don't take anything seriously. And here I am really giving it my best foot forward. Regardless of what the intentions are, you should give it your best foot forward. You want to make a good impression. But there were some guys who really could have cared less. And I'm just like, I can't lie to myself about what I want and then put on my profile something different. You have to be honest. And there are critiques about putting things on your profile like, oh, I'm not looking for what I stands or... In other words, trying to showcase what you're not looking for as a deterrent. There have been some critics from relationship gurus about doing that, saying that it makes you come across as difficult or something like that. And I have to 100% disagree. I don't want to have people messaging me knowing that, What I want isn't what they want. I would so much rather put it right there on the front. That way, they would know not to even bother messaging me because they're not going to get anywhere. To me, that saves them from wasting their time. If anything, it helps them more than it does me. And even still with that, you will have people who will message you with nonsense. So it doesn't even work as effectively as you think it should. So... To, to almost encourage it to, to not happen at all is ridiculous to me. If I know, for example, I'm a straight woman and I don't want to date a bisexual man, I, I may feel inclined, depending on the types of messages that I get, to say, I don't want bisexual men messaging me or if you're a bisexual man, don't message me. And this is just an example. I'm not saying that I've had that happen, but there are different things that you are not looking for in a person, but you may find yourself talking to people that fit that category. There have even been some controversy about people saying that they don't date certain ethnic groups of people on their profile. Now, I can see why some people may feel a certain kind of way because it's like, that's the big prejudice. But at the same time, it's like, again, like I said, with the reasoning, with my other example, they don't want you to waste your own time messaging them. So again, I would rather a man be honest and say that he doesn't want Black women messaging him because he's not attracted to Black women or he's not interested in them. I would rather him tell me that from the jump than to lead me on and make it seem like he's interested when he's really not. And so if we're going to have an attitude about one thing, we need to have that same attitude about all the others that could be potential scenarios to the same thing. So I I just look at it as I I would just like to know up front. Another example I can think of is if you have kids, that's something I definitely want to know before I message you because I'm not looking for somebody that has kids. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying certain things just right off the bat it saves a lot of trouble but again it doesn't exactly work the way you think it would so you you get when you get past all of that and you get into the messaging, what tends to happen is that you have people who ask very general questions just to make conversation, not because they really care about the answer. And then sometimes you have those those dudes or or those women who they just ask you for nudes or send you unsolicited nudes. And I'm just like, what made you feel as though I want to see you? naked or want to see your private parts and I literally don't know anything about you I don't even really know your name yet all I know is your screen name so I'm just like there's so many things that can just come across as whoa you doing too much and it turns a lot of people off it's like why can't I just have a regular conversation with people but that's the general of what will happen Suppose if you don't have that issue or any of these issues and you meet somebody for the first time, you have a great date and you two start to see each other on a consistent basis, you think that you're on the road to a relationship. But what may actually be happening is that person is just taking you out or orientation. And in another episode that I did, I made a comparison about how dating people is a lot like job searching where the dates and messaging are like the pre-screeners to the interview, which is essentially the date. And when you go to the date, you want to make sure your presentation is sending or making a good impression before you even get into any conversation. And the thing is, if They see you on another date, that's like the second interview or the third interview. But the difference between the two is that there's no limit really to how many interviews you do. You don't know if you've secured the job or not until it's actually explicitly been said to you like, hey, I'm hiring for, I'm hiring you for this position or to say, I want us to be a couple. I want you to be my girlfriend or I want you to be my boyfriend. That has to be explicitly said. You have people who they let their new partner assume whatever it is they want. And they get upset when there seems to be a miscommunication about what that relationship was. And I'm like, it's not even really a miscommunication because there was no communication about it at all to begin with. You know, you have people where it's like, oh, I didn't think we were in a relationship or I never said we were exclusive. And it makes you wonder, well, what have you been doing all this time? They've been seeing other people. They've been doing the exact same thing with you, but with other people. And it's like, and it makes you feel really swindled because it's like, if that was the attitude they were going to have, You could have just been talking to somebody else, but this is the issue. Regardless of whether it happens now or later, it's going to happen. And you have people where they get caught up in this revolving door of seeing people and they're not making any progress. And it's crazily frustrating. I can't really say who's having a harder time. I can't say if women are having a harder time or if men are having a harder time. I don't know. I I don't have any kind of statistics to, to give me an answer for that. And me being a woman, of course, I, in a way, will be biased and say that women are having a harder time. But in a way, it does shift to women being the ones having a harder time for different reasons. For one thing, like I said before, there are more women than it is men. And so it is a bit of a competition, so to speak, to finding a man that's going to want just you. It really is difficult. The other thing too is that most people want to date individuals in their age range. They want to be able to go through each stage of life with somebody at the same time. They don't really want somebody so far ahead of them to the point where they don't really feel like they can even relate to their partner. Like for example, there are some women who like the idea of dating an older man, but the thing is, is like, well, how much older? You know, has he been married already? Has he already had children? Are his children the same age as you or older? It's, these are things to consider. And while that may not even necessarily be a problem, but if you're somebody who hasn't even gone through those things yet in life, but you want to, your partner may have some feelings about it already because they've been there and done it. And so it's like, it may not even be special for them like it would be for you because you're doing it for the first time. You know, there are some people get into relationships with partners that already have children, multiple children, and you yourself don't have any kids, but you want to. You want to have a family with your own biological children, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with a blended family or adopted children or you being a step-parent. Everybody's situation is going to be different and everyone's family dynamic is going to be different, that doesn't mean that they're any less of a family. But what I'm saying is there are some people who they want that nuclear family. They want to have their own wife or husband, and they want to have kids with just that one person. And it's nothing wrong with that. But what tends to happen is that when you look at what other people are doing in society, it's almost like you get shamed for except the traditional. And it's like, well, this is how it started before all of these other exceptions happened. So why now all of a sudden are we flipping the script and saying how the way it started off is now somehow the wrong way to do it? It's weird to me. And it's like, that was one of the things that I considered when I was dating before I got into a relationship that I'm in now. I don't want kids. And so I had to have the conversation, well, would I be okay with being a step-parent? And there were many variables that had to be considered for me to be okay with it. And there were some guys that I was talking to that may have had a child, but what I found was that they didn't have a good relationship with their child's mother. And I really didn't want to get involved in that. In addition... If you're not really in the child's life, like where they're a baby and they don't have a chance to ball with you, that can kind of screw some things up because that child has no idea who you are and you are of no relation to them whatsoever. To them, you're a complete stranger. And so you can't really be upset at their child for not really wanting anything to do with you because you're not their mother, you're not their father. And so... To create your own separate individual bond with that child could be a challenge. But again, everybody's situation is different. So these are things that you have to consider. But you have to bring this up in conversation. People are so scared to talk about important things that's going to affect somebody else's life. That's what frustrates me. It's like, it's not something trivial like, Oh, I like the color blue, and you might like the color red, and I hate the color red. That's trivial. I'm talking about things like, again, having kids from a different relationship or a different marriage, or being separated and not legally divorced yet, or living in two completely different places, or one partner being much older or significantly older than the other. There are so many different things. You even have to have the conversation about sexual health status. Do you have HIV or not? Do you have any other type of sexual disease that you can't get rid of? You have to have that conversation as well. You have to have the conversation about your, your gender. Are you, have you been biologically bored the gender that you portray yourself to be? These are legitimate questions. And to get upset when people want to ask these things is crazy. People want to know what they're getting themselves into. Like I always say, stop making decisions for other people. People want to be in control of their decisions. And on top of that, you're assuming what a person may or may not tolerate. Who knows? That person may be completely okay with whatever situation that you have going on. But because of your mind, you automatically negated the thing and said, you know what? I'm going to lose this person if I tell them the truth. And then you decide to put on a facade or even lie. That's frustrating. That's incredibly frustrating. And so it, it things just get messed up before they even get a chance to have the ball rolling or you know, for something positive to even happen, it's already been sabotaged and it's sad. But digressing back to wasting time, there are some people who get involved with individuals for like months and sometimes years. And in their thereby this is a real thing. They and thereby they have different things that they feel happened that solidify the legitimacy of the relationship all to find out it wasn't what they thought. And the thing is, you can't play with people's feelings like that. You can't waste people's time like that. There are some people who take that very seriously and they get really angry about it because they feel lied to. It's not a nice feeling to feel lied to. And so when you have For example, angry women who vandalize the guy's property because he lied or cheated on her. He can't honestly sit here and try to make it seem like she's being crazy. You made her that way. I wouldn't feel that angry about something that I knew about. Come on. Like, people... Just justify it. And then the thing is, is that it's so narcissistic when you have some people who just shrug it off like it's no big deal. Like, oh, whoa, I don't know why you got your feelings wrapped up in it. I didn't tell you to get attached to me. What? That's the whole point of being in a relationship is to be attached to somebody. Come on now. It's heartless. And what tends to happen is you have people where they haven't been taught to love. They haven't been taught how to properly love someone. They haven't been taught to be honest. They haven't been taught basic morality, so to speak. And so they look at you and try to to do some reverse psychology to make themselves seem to be the victim. And I'm like, you created this scenario. And it's really sad too, because when you get in these relationships enough times, you really begin you really begin to feel like you can't trust nobody, that their word means completely nothing, and that it's always something else. It's always some other thing going on in the background and there are some people with, that you may come across. And you wonder why they ask you the stuff they ask you or require you to do certain things to prove that you can be trustworthy. It's because they've been in a situation before that really cost them something. It could have cost them time. It could have cost them money. It could have sabotaged their trust. You don't know what people have gone through. And so... I understand that there's a fine line between you needing to reconcile your previous hurt versus you trying to, you know, have someone prove themselves. There's a fine line with how reasonable that is to do. And so if you can't come up with a way that's reasonable enough, to allow that person to understand where you're coming from, then maybe you don't need to be in a position to date. Maybe you need to take some more time for yourself. It's nothing wrong with that. Do what you need to do. But I I just, I really don't like this wasted time. And the thing is, is that depending on the severity of the situation, sometimes it gets so intense to the point where you can't come back from it. I have some guy friends right now where it's like, they've turned into different people because of the women who hurt them. They used to be very loving and they used to want to do any and everything for a woman that they cared about. But all it took was for one one woman to come into their lives and and lie to them or trick them or whatever the case may be. And then they're assholes to every other girl they meet after that. And it's not right because it's like, she didn't do anything to you. <laughs> you know, it's like, why does she get the brunt of what happened in your past? That's not fair, but it happens all the time. This is why I say too, sometimes it's not good to talk about what happened in your past to someone new because they can end up doing the very same thing to you too, if not worse. It's really sad. You just, again, like I said, I hope that I'm, I'm somehow teaching you how to notice things before they happen because I've been so caught up in emotions and my feelings for somebody that there were some things I really should have seen sooner. There were some situations I should have got out of sooner. But I did it, And there were reasons why I did it. Either because my self-esteem wasn't in the best place I like should have been. Or I was going through other things in my life personally. And being in a relationship was my escape. Or... I I just wanted to stop feeling lonely or stop feeling like I'm the only person who can't seem to get a boyfriend. There were so many reasons why sometimes I kept trying to make the thing work. And the thing too that personally frustrates me with past experiences is that I'm always so understanding. I'm always been the type of person to put myself in someone else's shoes and see things from their perspective and if i can sympathize with you just a little bit i will cut you some slack and that really isn't always the best thing you know it's it's good to be like that it's good to be empathetic but at the same time people can twist that and use it to their advantage and be like, oh, she bought my lie. She bought my excuse. Of course, she's going to believe me because she care about me. Of course, she's going to believe me. We've been dealing with each other for this amount of time. She'll believe anything I say. That's not cool. But people will take advantage of that every time. These are always the people who are like, I can explain. Why are you doing stuff that requires an explanation? It's it's been so. It's been so hurtful, and frustrating, and you get to a point where you you start feeling violent. Like I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. There have been times where I've just been hurt by. Certain particular dudes, where it's like I really wanted to pull up on them so badly. I really did. Just to prove that what they did wasn't okay. And I'm not recommending that you do that, but understand, I understand how angry you feel. I understand how betrayed you feel, how embarrassed you feel because other people knew about this person they met that person your parents may even know who they are and and I understand how you feel stupid like everybody else is gonna look at you like you caused what happened to you to happen I understand then you have some people who may even celebrate in it and be like I told you so what? How are you now making this about you? So I I get it. I 100% get it. I really do. I get it. But the thing is is that I lived life long enough to know that people can only get away with so much. People can only get by in life but for so long before the tower comes down and I know sometimes it doesn't come down fast enough and I know that sometimes you you may not even be in a situation where you feel validated about being you know vindicated for what has happened Like there's, there's no way for you to get revenge. I understand all that. But again, the way life is set up is that again, sometimes you're not always going to get closure and you're not always going to get revenge because sometimes it's not needed. Sometimes the only thing that you have to do is just remove yourself. That's the best thing that can come out of that situation if anything else it's just for you to not even be involved anymore and feelings are really hard to deal with feelings really upset you and make you frustrated and trust me I I get it I, I understand but again sometimes you just have to to understand that you have to heal yourself and just focus on your needs rather than try to fix a person to be who you thought they were. We get into this either I gotta fix somebody or I just have to accept things for how they are because I don't deserve better. And it's like You can't treat yourself like that. You can't think of yourself so low where you just let anything happen to you because what'll happen can be so much worse than the potential. It could have been fine in the beginning, but now it's at a place where the only person that's going to get hurt is you. And all of that could have been avoided. There's no way to avoid assholes it, it isn't I'm, I'm sorry like i i wish there was a way i wish it was a better way to tell and it be seeming like the people who you be wanting the most will be attracted to you the most treat you the worst. i i get it I, i've been there i understand but just don't be afraid to be upfront, have this take it or leave it attitude. If a person, for whatever reason, acts like being with you is going to be an issue, let them go. If for some reason they feel like they're better than you or they're looking down on you, let them go. If it doesn't seem like they know what they want in life, and they're just going to string you along and have you believe in whatever, let them go. If all of a sudden they act like they can't see you enough times, and then they get to a point where they act like they could care less if they talk to you, let them go. Stop feeling like you got to work so hard for it. That's that's the other thing too. There are some people who are not worth all that effort. I'm just going to be real with you. There are some people not worth having that patience for. Because the thing is, is that I I don't put it, I, I don't hold it against you with what you've been through or what you've done necessarily. I, I don't have an interest in holding it against you. What I am interested in is the kind of person that you chose to be. That's what I'm interested in. And if it seems as though you just always want to be the victim or if you can't take a responsibility for anything, if you can't hold yourself accountable for anything, you're not worth my effort. Because you'll disrespect me in so many different kind of ways. You'll blame me for it. I'm just like. I can't, I can't do it. And there's some people who make you feel like they got to work so hard for it. I'm like, you nobody worth putting in that effort because you can't even treat people right. Treating people right is free. Like that doesn't cost anything. And to be honest, that's all God be wanting from us is to treat each other right. But we can't even do that. For some reason, we have this false sense of importance. Like, there's somebody supposed to be underneath our foot all the time. And I'm just like, that's not how things were supposed to be. God did not create some kind of hierarchy of who's better than who based off of a skin tone or, or off of an age or a gender. God didn't create those hierarchies. We did. We had to find some kind of reason to justify why we're better than somebody else. You even had some people who were so narcissistic that they even had to try to prove use science to prove it. And it's nothing but a falsehood. It's despicable. And again, digressing back to the beginning, you have some people who are just going to be on a mission to waste your time you have some people with they get this this validation of getting people to believe their their lies and their falsehood and to sell them a persona of somebody that they're not you'd be surprised how much just getting attention means so much to people like I would never think that I would see today with attention would mean this much but it does unfortunately. And you have some people where it's like, they, it's not even that they want money from you or anything like that. They just want to waste your time. They just want to make you feel stupid. That, that whole existence is to be like, got them to somebody. Like that's that's all they're after. And for those people who like to do that, let me tell you this. And this is not a threat. This is a promise. If you keep on playing with people, you're going to meet somebody one day who is not going to have anything to lose, and they may actually hurt you. They may actually take your life because of what you did to them. It is not worth that gamble. It really isn't. Because there are people who are losing their lives over stuff like this. And regardless of what the media wants to say about certain situations, there's so much more to it as to why somebody may have killed somebody that they were in a relationship or married to. You have no idea what was really going on. And I'm not saying that it's okay. But again, I understand how people are. People don't like to feel played with. They don't. And you are going to find somebody one day who is not going to care. They're not. So again, keep playing with people if you want to. Keep being rude to people if you want to. Keep being disrespectful. Keep bashing them on social media. Keep trying to make memes out of them. Keep trying to embarrass them in front of all their coworkers. Keep making them feel stupid in front of their parents. Keep cheating on them. Keep keep on doing what you're doing, and see what will happen to you. And the thing is, the way karma can be set up, it may not even happen to you, but it'll happen to your children. All of a sudden, it seems like stuff keeps happening to them. You need to be careful. Stop playing with people. I can't emphasize that enough. Stop playing with people. Stop breaking their hearts. Stop taking advantage of them. Stop making them feel stupid for loving you because you couldn't even love yourself. That's not right. And again, like I said at the beginning, everything about this is deliberate. And purposeful everything about it it's nothing about it that's a mistake and the unfortunate thing is sometimes you can be dating somebody and they don't even plan on being attached to you the way it ends up they think that being with you is going to end up being the same way it, al- it has always been but they don't realize how special and different you are and it throws them off and so now they got to, to contrive something different. Now they have to approach you in a different way because the same methodology ain't going to work for you. The same lies ain't going to work for you. So now they got to do something different. That's why sometimes it hurts more because it's not like what they did to you was the same thing they did to everybody else. It, it was very specific to you. They use a very specific trauma to use against you. They played on your emotions too long just to hurt you. And and who knows? It may not even be that they just hurt you. They may have hurt your children too. You may be in a situation where your children got attached to this person too and they decided to, to just walk out or decided to play you. And now you got to explain to them what happened. Or, or come up with something. It's it's so many different things. And it's not okay. But um, I, I just want to conclude with this. Please pay attention to what's happening in front of you. I'm not saying to. Hold everybody's feet to the fire. I'm not saying to just interrogate people. I'm not saying run through every situation with a fire tooth cold. I don't want you to be uber paranoid like that. But what I am saying to you is be realistic. Be realistic about where you are in life. Be realistic about what you want. And be realistic about what can happen in the future. Because it I, I feel like We're we're so busy trying to pretend that life is a certain way and it's not, and it's hurting us because we're willingly jumping over cliffs knowing damn well there are sharp rocks at the bottom, but don't care. Somehow we're expecting something different, and I don't want that for you. So be realistic about what's going on. Also, it's not always the other person's fault. Sometimes we let things happen. So we have to evaluate where I where our emotional status is. Sometimes we have to be like, you know what? Is this something that I'm doing? Am I setting, am I building the foundation for this house to crumble? Am I taking a part in this? Do I share liability in this? It, it's something to think about. And the other thing, too, is understand that not everybody's replaceable, that everybody is going to like you, that everyone is going to accept you for who you are, If that's people's prerogative. You can't make people want you. It's like I always say, yes, there are some preferences and characteristics about a guy that I may like, but at the end of the day... What matters most to me is being with someone who wants to be with me. I could care less if he's the ethnicity that I want him to be or if he's the age that I want him to be. It doesn't matter. If he treats me how I want to be treated, that's good enough. This other stuff is is superficial. I could compromise with that. In the grand scheme of things, it's not the most important. So I think if you consider all of these things you will be a little bit more equipped in your dating life and good luck to you and I want you to find somebody that's going to be worth the search who's going to make you feel like it's been worth it going through all of this I want you to find somebody that makes you happy because again we weren't created to go through life by ourselves we just weren't that that wasn't how I was meant to be but do your due diligence as well And don't just let stuff fly under the radar just because you don't want to be alone. It's not worth it because at the end of the day, you get hurt. That concludes today's episode. I hope you learned something from it and share it with your friends and family if you think they can benefit from it. Like and subscribe to the podcast on all platforms the same way that it is spelled here. And also like and follow the Facebook page so that you can keep up with all future updates or where episodes are posted. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast and I will see you in my next one. Bye bye and so long.